Shabbat Shalom, Body of Messiah, Mark Pulley here with Yahweh Yeshua Assembly in Fort Myers, Florida, bringing you another teaching from Yahweh's Laws and Commandments. Thank you for tuning in to our channel. I pray we are a blessing to you. I pray that we are helping you grow and increase and multiply in the knowledge and in your understanding of Yahweh's laws and commandments, as well as all of Yah's instructions from Genesis through Revelation. We pray that Yah's blessing has been upon you. We pray that you are healthy, whole, sound, and complete, and that great peace is dominating your life, family, and heart. And so, let's get started. What I want to share with you today is about the Gospel. What is the Gospel? Now, in Christianity, I know when I was in Christianity, I just thought that the Gospel meant the teachings of the Messiah the teachings of the apostles, what, quote-unquote, the New Testament says about the Messiah, <clears throat> how he came, and when we are born from above, we become a new creation, old things are passed away, and then we have been favored and commanded by Yeshua to go into all the world, to heal the sick, to cast out demons, to raise the dead, and to be filled with Yahweh's Spirit. Well, that's the gist of what I thought was the Gospel. And we know the Gospel means the good news. So when in uh, Isaiah 61 when it said that the Messiah would come in the same way in Luke 4 and he he preached the gospel to the poor that meant good news to the poor and what's good news to the poor is that you don't have to be poor anymore that Yahweh will meet your needs according to his riches and glory that when you learn principles of giving and receiving, you will begin to enjoy the fullness of life that the Messiah came to give you. Well, that was the jest, or my understanding, and that is what I think most people in Christianity's understanding, at least in non-denominational, charismatic Christianity's understanding, of what the gospel is. But I want to propose to you something for you to think about. The gospel didn't just start in the New Testament. Let's look in Mark chapter 1 and in verse 14. Now remember that the scriptures, whether it's the book of Deuteronomy whether it's Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, or, you know, the book of Acts, the book of Corinthians, the 
scriptures are written to and about the Hebraic people. And that when you read about scriptures that has, quote-unquote, the word in it, like when Yeshua said, abide in his word and his word abides in you, he wasn't referring to the words only that he was speaking. He was referring to the full word of Yahweh. That would include the Torah. That would include the prophets. That would include the writings, which are, you know, Psalms and Proverbs and so on and so forth. And so we need to understand and begin to read our Bibles from a Hebraic perspective. This was a Hebraic culture, a Hebrew people. This wasn't a westernized Roman Greek people like Christianity thinks, but it's a Hebraic people. It was written by Hebrews to Hebrews about a Hebrew Messiah. And so we need to understand that. So in Mark chapter 1, beginning in verse 14, and it says, Now after that, John was put in prison. Now after Yeshua spent 40 days in the wilderness, Yeshua, I mean, John was put in prison, said Yeshua, Yahshua, came into Galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom and saying the time is fulfilled, the kingdom of Yahweh is at hand, repent, meaning turn away from things and believe the gospel. So what was he telling them to turn away? Now the majority of Israel either were caught up in pagan idolatry where they were worshiping the pagan deities of the land which Yahweh told them not to or they were caught up in listening to and trying to keep all the added laws that the rabbis added to Yahweh's laws and commandments. Now, I'm sure there were others that were set apart that were only following the Torah. And for we need to understand that when Yeshua said this, the New Testament did not exist. So he would not be referring to anything that Christianity thinks is the New Testament. Like, he wouldn't be talking about all you need to do is believe on the Messiah and what he did on the stake, and that's all you need. You don't need to obey His laws and commandments. He wouldn't be talking about that. 
because that didn't exist. That was something that came about through Catholicism and Christianity, and they twisted scriptures to try to try to get it to get you to think it's saying that. But when you look at the whole council of the scriptures, it doesn't say that. It's yes, you need to believe, but when you believe, you are walking in obedience. You're still obeying Yah's laws and commandments. So. He says here, the Messiah says here, that they need to turn away from, repent, from paganism, from pagan deity worship, from honoring pagan deities, from looking towards pagan deities. And they need to believe the gospel. So when he said the gospel, they had to have an understanding of what he was talking about. Because he does not go into any detail that, quote unquote, the gospel is something new. Or the gospel is something they are unfamiliar with. So what was he meaning by the word gospel, by the word good news? It is good news. Alright, before, let's turn to the book of Hebrews. And chapter 3 and then chapter 4. Now, you need to read this all to get it in context. But basically, in chapter 3, the writer of Hebrews is saying that the people that came out of Egypt in the wilderness, they hardened their hearts. They didn't listen to the law and to the laws and the commandments that Yahweh had commanded Moses to teach them. And that right there reveals to you what the gospel is. When Yeshua said repent and believe the gospel, he was calling them back to obedience to Yahweh's laws and commandments, to Yahweh's instructions. So the gospel is simply believing in Messiah, yes, and living and obeying and having faith in Yahweh's laws and commandments. In Yahweh's laws and commandments, every time Yahweh would command this, that, or the other thing. There was a promise connected to those laws and commandments. And that promise included life. It included healing and health. It included long life. 
it included forgiveness, it included prosperity, it included safety and preservation, it included everything that you and I have been taught of what the gospel means in the renewed covenant or what Christianity teaches about the gospel. It started not in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John and with Yeshua. It started in the first covenant when Yahweh issued His laws and commandments to the people. And when you read chapter 3, we, we can see, look in verse 16, it says, For some, when they had heard, heard what? Heard about Yahweh's laws and commandments. Heard about that when they come into the promised land, they were not to participate in any of the ways that the pagans of that land, the Canaanites, the Hittites, all the otherites, how they worshiped their deities, they were not to be involved in any of that. They were not to give their sons and daughters to other pagans. Why? Because they would be turned away from Yahweh and from His laws and commandments. It says, For, for some, when they had heard, did provoke, howbeit, all that came out of Egypt by Moses. But not, howbeit, not all that came out of Egypt by Moses. Meaning, not everyone that came out of Egypt provoked Yahweh with their unbelief and with their rebellion and disobedience. There were some that were native-born and sojourners that decided they wanted to follow the Creator of the earth, Yah, Yahweh, and so they were grafted in. See, being grafted in has existed from day one. Yah, Yah's desire is to graft everyone into His family. But there are certain rules, laws and commandments, that you need to follow if you want to partake and be part of His family. Just like if you work, say, at Walmart. you got to follow Walmart's rules, otherwise you're going to be terminated. You know, you work for the electric company. You have to follow the electric company's rules. If you don't, you will be terminated. Well, the same goes for Yahweh. You cannot think. It just, you know, once you are enlightened to this, it just totally makes sense. You cannot think that you can be part of the body of Messiah and then go about living a lawless, sinful lifestyle committing fornication, idolatry, witchcraft, and every other wicked thing that the world is involved in, and still think 
You are part of the body of Messiah. You know, that just doesn't even make sense. So, it says here, verse 17, but with whom he was grieved 40 years. Was it not with them that had sinned, whose carcass fell in the wilderness? And to whom swore he that they should not enter into his rest, his Sabbath rest, but to them that believed not. So the people that weren't going to enter into his rest are the people that did not believe what? That Yeshua came? No. That's not even that's not even at this time yet. So what what did they not believe? They did not believe Yahweh's laws and commandments. They did not believe about his feast. They did not believe about keeping the seventh day Sabbath holy or set apart from the other six days. They did not believe all the things that Yahweh commanded. They did not believe and they did not obey not eating food that was meant to clean the earth. They did not believe those things. And so he said they would not enter into his rest. Well, in the same way, just because you make a, a confession of faith and, and pray, quote-unquote, the sinner's prayer, doesn't mean you're going to enter into Yah's rest. You have to obey His laws and commandments. You have to have no idols before you. And it's, we're not doing these things to get born from above. We're doing them because we've already been born from above. And these are Yahweh's instructions for us on how to live. Just like you go to Walmart or the electric company. They give you instructions on how they expect you to handle situations and circumstances and problems and jobs and, you know, dealing with uh, people, how they expect you to handle them. If you don't follow it, you know, they'll warn you, they'll be gracious, they'll warn you, they'll warn you, they'll warn you, but eventually they're going to sever that relationship because... You just refuse to do what they say. Same way spiritually. The gospel is all about obeying Yahweh's laws and commandments. Let's look here. Look in chapter 4 of Hebrews. And again, read all of chapter 3 of Hebrews. Read all of chapter 4 to really get this picture. So I'm praying that this gives you an enlightenment and an insight that there is more to the gospel of the kingdom than just believing in Yeshua, than just casting out devils, healing the sick, uh, cleansing the lepers, raising the dead, 
and doing other miracles that the power of Yahweh's Spirit would do as He flows through you. There is more to it. It begins, the gospel began in the beginning when Yahweh said to Adam and Eve, you can eat of everything in the garden, but of this one tree, do not eat of it. And what did they do? They did not listen because Yahweh was trying to protect them. Yahweh was trying to keep them from the temptations of the world and from knowing things and seeing things that he didn't want them to know or see. He just wanted them to enjoy life. But Adam and Eve, they listened to the voice of the, of the devil and they partook. And so now we're dealing with that. Look in verse 1. Let us therefore fear, laugh, laugh, unless a promise being left of, of entering into his rest, any of you should seem to come short of it. Yahweh wants you to enter into his rest. Now he's talking about the Sabbath rest. When we keep the Sabbath, it's a day of rest. That is Yahweh's prophetic picture for the body of Messiah that they would live um, in a millennial reign of rest. That they would live in eternity of rest. That they would just enjoy life. That's what it was like in the garden. That's what it was like for Adam and Eve in the garden. Then it says, For unto us the gospel, for unto us was the gospel preached, as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them. Who's the them they're referring to? He's referring to the people that came out of Egypt, that Yahweh delivered out of Egypt, and lived in the wilderness that was headed to the promised land. He's referring to the people in the third chapter of Hebrews, which is very clear. It's, it's not, you know, Gentile believers. It is the people of Israel who Yahweh was trying to get them to obey His laws and commandments. It says, But the word preached by Moses, doesn't say that, but you can in, insert that, did not profit them. See, Yahweh wants His laws and commandments to profit you, to bring you a better life. But it takes you and I to follow Him and to obey His laws and commandments to receive that better life. And it says, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. See, who's He referring to? They're not talking about the people 
uh, in Yeshua's day or in Paul's day, they're talking about the people in Israel, in Egypt, that came out of Egypt, that wandered through the wilderness for 40 years, and they were in the wilderness for 40 years because they would not believe Yahweh's laws and commandments. They would not do Yahweh's laws and commandments. They would not live according to Yahweh's laws and commandments. They kept wanting to go back to their pagan deities, to their pagan worship, to their pagan beliefs. They kept wanting to go back. They wouldn't remain faithful in serving Yah, in serving Him and doing what He said to do, even though He performed miracle after miracle after miracle after miracle after miracle, provisional miracles, all kind of healing miracles. You know, their shoes didn't wear out. They, there was not one feeble one among them, so on and so forth. And yet, they would not obey His laws and commandments. See, just experiencing the supernatural power of Yah doesn't place within you a conviction, a enlightenment to obey His laws and commandments. That needs to come from Yahweh and Yahweh's Spirit. That when you are born from above, that you see that you need to learn to live according to His laws and commandments. The Scripture says, actually in the book of Hebrews, he quotes Jeremiah 31, that he will write his laws and commandments upon your mind and upon your heart. Hallelujah. So, if you just continue to keep reading this, verse 6, it says, See therefore, it remaineth that some must enter therein, and they to whom it was first preached, who was it first preached to? The children of Israel and the sojourners that were journeying with them that chose to follow Yahweh, that were grafted in. And it says, they entered not because of unbelief. They didn't keep Yahweh's laws and commandments. They didn't obey Yahweh's laws and commandments. They didn't reverence Yahweh's laws and commandments. And so they did not enter the promised land because of this. And you and I will not enter in to the kingdom of Yah if we continue to defy Yahweh's laws and commandments. And verse 9 says, There remains a rest to the people of Yahweh. A Sabbath rest. A Sabbath rest. So, one more, one more verse. Let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 4 <clears throat> and we'll read a couple verses 
And so the main thing that I believe Yahweh's Spirit through me is trying to communicate, and I pray I'm doing a good job of it, that the Gospel did not start in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. The Gospel started in the beginning. So that tells me I need to learn what is written in the beginning. That tells me the Torah is of the utmost importance. That we need to study it. We need to learn it. And we need to turn away from everything that is opposite of the Torah. And so for anybody to teach or to believe that Yahweh's laws and commandments have been done away with by the Messiah, it's just absurd. It's not accurate. Because we see here that in the New Testament, the writer is talking about the gospel being first preached to those in the wilderness. And then we see that Yeshua said that we need to turn away from everything and believe the gospel. What gospel was he talking about? He's talking about what was written in the front of the book, the Torah, the prophets, the writings. And that's all that Yeshua came to teach. He did not, he said in Matthew 5, 17 through 19, I did not come to do away with the law and the prophets, but I came to establish them. And remember he said, if you keep reading in chapter 5, the law says, for example, you should not commit adultery or fornication. And then he said, but I say unto you, if you just look at a woman to lust after, you, have, you are guilty of committing that sin. He took it to a higher level. He says, the law says that you shall not murder. And he said, but I say unto you. He took it to another level. Read all of chapter 5, and you'll see he did not come to do away with it, but he came to take it to another level of obedience. And then he said in verse 19, that those that teach others not to obey the commandments, and isn't it amazing that Yeshua prophetically saw the day in which we're living in, that people that would say they are part of his body would teach that you should not, you don't have to obey the laws and commandments. He said those that would teach that would be least in the kingdom. Now in one of my studies I read, you know, I'm not a Hebrew scholar, so this person pointed out in the Hebrew that means that those that teach that you won't, don't need to obey His laws and commandments, will not even be in the kingdom of heaven. Won't even be in it. So, you know, we need to wake up. Those that are in Christianity or under the ministry of somebody that believes 
that Yahweh's laws and commandments and instructions have been done away with, and you don't need to keep them. You know, I would flee in holy terror. When I saw this thing, immediately I removed myself from under the influence of every Christian ministry. Because I did not want to participate in something that I saw and was convinced of through the scriptures was rooted in paganism and not in what thus saith Yahweh. And I would encourage you, do your research and you'll come to that same conclusion. So as we wind this down in Deuteronomy 4, verse 1, Now therefore listen, O Israel, unto the statutes, unto the judgments which I teach you, for to do them. So he, he was teaching them for them to do it which I teach you for, for to do them, that you may live. That you may live. See, life comes when you obey Yahweh's laws and commandments. It's just a byproduct. You obey the commandment, life will be the result. Hallelujah. And then it says, And go in and possess the land, which Yahweh Elohim, your fathers, gives you. You shall not add unto the word, the Torah, which I command you, neither shall you diminish from it, that you may keep the commandments of Yahweh, your Elohim, which I command you this day. So this is telling us that the gospel, this is before they, they just left Egypt, Yahweh's given His commandments, His instructions. This is the gospel. I know it doesn't say the word gospel, but it is good news. If you obey His laws and commandments, you will be blessed. Deuteronomy 28 says that. If you don't obey, you'll be cursed. Verse 5, Behold, I have taught you statutes and judgments, even as Yahweh my Elohim commanded me, that you should go in the land, whether you go, to possess it. He wanted them to receive the inheritance that He provided for them. And if you just keep reading it, chapter 4, chapter 5, chapter 6, chapter 7, you know, you'll see that Yahweh's theme of instruction was to get Israel to obey His laws and commandments, to obey the gospel, the good news. So the gospel has as much to do with receiving Yeshua as it does with receiving and obeying and living according to His laws and commandments. I mean, you just keep reading. There's so much good stuff in there, but I believe I've communicated um, the point 
that I believe I was supposed to communicate. So, Yeshua said to repent and believe the gospel. The gospel was already in existence. It wasn't something when he said it to the people he said it that they were unfamiliar with. They were familiar with it because they understood it to mean Yahweh's laws and commandments. And Hebrews clarifies that in Hebrews 3 and Hebrews 4. That they would enter into rest if they obeyed His commandments. They did not enter into that rest because they did not obey. They did not believe the word that was preached to them. And those that don't believe the word that is taught them about the necessary uh, necessity that you and I as believers have, we need to obey Yahweh's laws and commandments. Receiving Yeshua is just the beginning. And then it's a walk of faith and a walk of obedience to obey Yahweh's laws and commandments. And so, we, you know, the, prayerfully this enlightens you. Prayerfully this shows you the necessity that if you want to enter into the gospel of the kingdom, it starts with the Torah. It continues with the prophets and with the writings and with what Yeshua did on the stake, what Yeshua commanded, what you, you know, Yeshua didn't instruct us on anything that did not come from the foundation of the Torah. He didn't have us do anything that didn't come from the foundation of the Torah. They were even miracles in, in the Torah. You know, when the rabbis accused Yeshua of healing the sick and casting out demons on the Sabbath, they said those things ought to be done the first six days of the week. Now, they were wrong in that, but that tells me that there were deliverances and healings even in the first covenant because it wasn't unusual. It wasn't unusual. Now, what was unusual is that Yeshua could stop the wind, the storms, and they thought, what great authority is this? Where did this dude come from? But nonetheless, we need to see and understand that the gospel is not something Christianity invented. Is not something that was invented after the resurrection of Yeshua. It began in the beginning. So, Father, we just bless you, we honor you, we worship you, we praise you, we thank you for this day, for this is the day that you have made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you, Father, for the gospel. Thank you, Father, for the power of your Spirit that empowers us to obey the gospel, your laws and commandments. Thank you, Father, that through the gospel, through your laws and commandments, we are blessed. 
we are healed, we are delivered, we are set free, and we will enter into a land flowing with milk and honey. We will enter into a land of abundance, just like the children of Israel, those that obeyed His laws and commandments, they entered into it. So, Father, we praise You. Father, we love You. Thank You for Your Torah. Thank You for Your instructions. Thank You for Your Gospel. And, Father, we pray that this Gospel, the Gospel that Yeshua taught, the Torah, the Prophets, the Writings, would go all around the world, and people would mix their faith with it, and they would begin to learn of it. They would be enlightened from it that the gospel did not begin after the resurrection of Yeshua or even during the days of Yeshua, but it began in the very beginning. So, Father, we bless you. Father, we honor you. Father, we worship you. Father, I pray for those that are hurting. I pray for those that are discouraged. I pray for those that are facing dramatic situations, traumas, that are suffering in their bodies, suffering in their minds. They've suffered loss of a job, of a loved one, of a family member, of a marriage. Father, they're, they're just struggling. Yahweh, bless them. Yahweh, minister to them. Yahweh, comfort them. Yahweh, deliver them. Yahweh, wrap your loving arms around them. And Yahweh, you came to heal the brokenhearted. So I thank you as I ask you to heal the brokenhearted. I release my faith in that word that you are healing the brokenhearted. And Father, we call the nations to return to Yahweh's laws and commandments, to return to Yahweh's Sabbath, to return to Yahweh's feasts and to Yahweh's name and to all that Yahweh commands. And Father, we bless you. We ask you to forgive those and Father, those that are in gross darkness, those that are living a life in darkness, we pray that you would write your laws and commandments upon them, that they would be born from above, and that you would set the captives free, that you would open prison doors, both spiritually and physically, to those that have truly been enlightened by the power of your Spirit, and that are following you. So, Father, we love you. Father, we worship you. And we give you praise. Until next time, Yahweh bless you. Yahweh make His face shine upon you. Yahweh bless you abundantly. If you want to connect with us, we have an email or a website, YahwehYahshuaAssembly.com We have a Facebook page, and you can connect with me, Mark Pulley, as well. So until next time, shalom, shalom.